Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. <laughs> Hello. Guys, we're at the end of it. E3 is over. It's over. We're we survived. Eliminate happened. We won't tell you who's gone, but you will find out eventually. Neil. <laughs> Random listener, Neil. Truckman. <laughs> uh, you know, another E3, another Jack announcement that's been missed, and it's fine. But there's, you know, there... We'll we'll get to my feelings about that at the end. Um, we're so this is our third episode. Uh, we're finishing out E three. We really, I really thought we'd have a couple more conferences to talk about today, like Take Two and stuff. And then it ended up only being bless you. Uh, it only ended up only being Capcom and Nintendo. And really, so we're that gonna, only Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so we're actually not going to have a break this episode, also. So I want to get out of get out ahead, share the episode, join our Discord, join us on socials. We love talking to you guys, and we love hanging out with you. And the link to the Discord is on all of our socials at Suplex of Sticks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, we just, you know, thank you for for sticking it out with us through all of this. This is. We always put in a, a a bunch of extra recording and conversating hours on the Discord during E3, and uh, it's been fun and snippy, but fun <laughs> because I I'm fine with being snippy. It's fine. You're a snippy and man. So are you. Yes. <laughs> Calling me Bud is rude. You're, tw- you're okay, like twenty two. Okay, but you know I'm I, a thirty one oh, tw- year old listen, embittered man. <laughs> listen, Bud. You, look, okay. See, there I go. <laughs> I use it. Bud casually as it is, like. I don't. <laughs> you know I use it. So so we'll get to why Bud was mentioned. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Capcom. Uh, let's we're gonna <laughs> kind of like uh, Gearbox or something. We're gonna talk about Capcom way less than they talked about themselves. Yes. <clears throat> so Capcom showed off a nice long trailer about Resident Evil Eight uh, because a game that. Has released. What better time to advertise a game that's out than at an event where everyone is expecting something new? So, got to advertise Resident Evil 8. Yep. Um, And then we get a flash screen at the end that says, Due to popular demand, Resident Evil 8 DLC is in development. They had to have decided that like yesterday. <laughs> or the day before. For the, sure, the certainly. I mean, it had to have been recent because clearly they don't actually have. They either didn't have anything planned, or um, it's it's, it's cl- either way. It's not far enough for them to actually show us anything about it. Which yeah. which is fine. I just sure. that also kind of baffles me that they don't have anything that that they had to say due to popular demand. Because Resident Evil Seven had like five DLCs, yeah, yeah, like six. Like it had a long, you know, they had a lot of DLCs in there. Yeah, it's funny because like you would just assume at this point that it's going to happen, and they come out saying like, "Oh, well, we weren't going to," but but because you you guys guys like it so much, yeah, (laughs) yeah, 
It, I don't know. Something about it rubbed me wrong. Um, the first of many wrong rubbings. <laughs> um, they also announced that RE Verse is coming out next month. Uh, in case you want to play multiplayer Resident Evil, which or in case I, you forgot, I'm excited. I have my code still. I'm ready to play it. I haven't put my code in yet. <laughs> it's gonna be terrible, and I'm here for I'm it. I'm gonna be so happy for it though to play with the fellas. Does yeah. it crossplay? I hope so. I hope so because <laughs> um, I may not be I'm able to play. I'm only gonna use Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> I will enjoy shooting the heck out of you then. Yeah, but how? There's you'll never no be able way to Ethan's shoot my head. <laughs> yeah, there's no way Ethan's going to be in it because he doesn't no, have a character. He'll model. just have like a no face. face. Yeah. Like the question uh, from the DC. mask from Spirited Away. He'll have oh, the no that face too. Mask. Yeah, he'll have the no face mask. <laughs> uh, I like that. Uh, then we got a really long trailer for Monster Hunter Stories 2. Uh, and they said Monsties about 18 times oh my God. during this long trailer. More than the Final Fantasy Origins trailer said Chaos, which yes. was I eight. To, so if anyone out there played the original, no one can obviously no one can respond. I'm, this had to have been a phrase that was in that one, right? Like they wouldn't have just decided in this one to call the monsters that you ride Monsties, right? Like just for this one? I hope not. Or like I wouldn't put it past. Or them. people on Twitter called them monsties, and so Capcom is running with it. Monsties, and I don't like it. I, 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 uh, I don't want to think that. Yeah. I in fact hate it. I I loathe it. I I you know I I I swear if you go back in time on this show, oh. and you go back when Monster Hunter Rise was announced. I'm pretty sure I said, this game looks interesting. I'd be willing to play it. That was before I found out that these things were called monsties. And they kept yeah. they use a bunch of uwu cutesy language. And I think it's dumb. I revel in your loathing of this. It's just... It's dumb, but I don't care. But I love that you're like this I don't know why it. it bothers me so much. You know why it bothers me? It's because we had to see like six trailers for this game yes. over the weekend. Yes. Because Capcom somehow got it in like every presentation. Yeah. Seemingly. It was everywhere. Uh, and it wasn't ads that I had to see before presentations. It was there. There was also Monster Hunter Rise DLC that they showed off. Um, I should really get around to playing that. I felt bad. So Chris, uh, uh, in our Discord, old co-host Chris came in and he's like, hey, was there any Rise DLC announced? And I replied, yeah, but it literally all looked the same, so I can't tell you what was announced. Because I don't know what anything is. Like, they showed off a bunch of outfits and different monsters, and I couldn't tell you if those monsters were in the game already or not. It's a very deep game, and the people love it. I just don't have any affinity for it. Do, do you own it, Seth? I do. <laughs> God. You're the I king. own many games which I have not started, so... You are the king of Monster Hunter purchasing and <laughs> leaving it to the side. It's true, it's true. Uh, then we got a 15-minute-long Great Ace Attorney Chronicles trailer... That's coming out July 27th, 2021. Um, they decided to show a bunch of gameplay for Ace Attorney. Yeah, for like two extra 
um, which is amusing because a lot of gameplay for Ace Attorney is pushing A to get through text. Yes. So it's not great to show gameplay of it because it's a visual novel and you're also giving away story beats to which they had to have a disclaimer at the bottom that said minor story spoilers. (laughs) And it's just like, why do this? We we know how it works. Yeah. I mean, I guess some people don't, but... But they played through, like, a fair portion of two different case scenario things. Yeah. Like, so, whenever you get to that point in the game, if you play it, like, you just know what to do now, because the whole thing was shown to you. I don't know. I checked out, so I have no clue. Ugh. <laughs> but I'm not going to play them, probably. So. I, I mean... I think I mean I think it looks really good. And I've always wanted to yeah. get into the Ace Attorney games, but it's and it's hard to play DS games. So, I mean, I like I didn't really pay attention to this entire presentation of it because it was a thing that I was like, well, I already kind of know that I'm interested in this. So, seeing stuff about it doesn't super do a whole lot more for me. Right. But, yeah. Um I mean, I think the whole their whole thing was sort of chaotic and not making sense, but I think showing as much of this as they did was probably their strongest move. Even but but let's be clear, there's their this presentation, if you want to call it, the entire thing was kind of pointless. Yes. They, yeah. There was they didn't really they didn't have anything to no. show. It w- I the best way I could summarize it is that it's just a bunch of reminders for things that are about to come out or have already happened. Yeah, they spent the last ten minutes telling you <sighs> to watch esports. Yeah, the Capcom oh, I Pro. I I kind of reveled in that chaos because I know that you and Austin were so mad. Yes. You and Quack were. Listen, because I'm they said, you'll see what's coming next from Capcom Fighters. And I'm like, I was like, oh, they're going to get a fighting game. Yeah. And maybe then, we could get Marvel vs. Capcom 4. You know, something that people want. Uh, show off a new game at a showcase. It's a novel idea for E3. It's never been done before. And then when they started showing off the esports, I just like. I was screaming. The, yeah, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I, I was, was so laughing. mad. I'm still riding that anger. I was, I, I like, I don't know, like, you know that gif of the guy, it's from George of the Jungle, where the guys <laughs> throw their heads back and laugh. Like, that was me. <laughs> I was just dying. Because I, I was just like, what a bad decision. It's the worst. It's just such a stupid decision. It was yeah. the it worst. Really, it was, it was a baffling little thing that they did. It was and, just an it's just know, advertising f- to say, "Hey, watch our tournament stuff." And it wouldn't well, have look, been bad if I'll, they had said catch up with what Capcom's doing with esports. Yes. But they said see what's coming next from Capcom, Capcom Fighters. Fighters. And I'm like, oh god. Yeah, this is what you want. What were you going to say, Seth? Sorry. Uh, uh, we Sort of dance around it. All everything that is E three is is literally just commercials. Well, yeah. But right. Capcom for sure was the most blatant about <laughs> here. Here's just our stuff you can buy, and and it's just like all right, all right, guys, can we can we 
Can we maybe not? It, it was almost, uh, it was at least close to the same level as Gearbox. With it hurts me like, worse than the Gearbox one oh, because yeah, I care about Capcom. Capcom. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's stuff I wanted from Capcom too. Like I wanted Mega Man. And yeah, that that was top of my list. That game is supposedly and done. There It'll, are. It's not. I don't think it's ever coming. There are like potentially three main Mega Man projects that could have been announced. And nothing. I mean, maybe they just don't have them. It's possible. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And also, I think, I wonder, like, if, because it's clear that E3 this year, it it didn't really have the same kind of cachet. And we're going, it's, it's also become so decentralized, the game announcements have sort of, on the heels, basically everyone is following Nintendo's model at this point and just being like, look, we're just, when we have stuff, we're going to announce a showcase and we're just going to show it to you. So maybe, maybe Capcom in this instance was like, yeah, we, we don't really have anything, but we know it's E3, so we'll show up. Uh, um, but we're going to announce our own, our stuff on our own time. But like, but Sony still, didn't it even is show up for E3. Yeah. Why would Capcom think that if they have nothing to show, then show up? Well, because they want like, you to buy their things. And and also, so I was going to get to this later, which we still can. Um, regardless of if it's a frustrated feeling, uh, it keeps them in the gaming conversation, which is why I still, I mean, we can talk about it later. But I feel like there's a PlayStation-sized hole, and I feel like maybe Sony is possibly kicking themselves a little bit by not having something around this time, because there is a larger gaming conversation happening, and uh, if you weren't part of E3 or Summer Games Fest, you're you're not being talked about right now. Yeah. So it's, <clears throat> you know, it's a double-edged sword. You know, you don't have anything, but do you just miss out on the being part of the conversation? And we're seeing, Apollo is agreeing with me. Um, you're seeing that, um, you know, it's it's a double-edged sword for these companies. Yeah. And some of them chose to fall on it. Uh, so, um, very sorry for my dog just losing his mind. I don't know exactly what's happening. Um, all right. So, let's talk about Nintendo. Oh, yeah. Something I could be happy about. The thing we were all waiting for. Yeah. I was stewing in my hate for even just those, like, ten minutes that I completely forgot we had Nintendo to talk about. Yeah, we have Nintendo to talk about. Um, I feel better now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I yeah, we'll see. Uh, So, Nintendo kicked off uh, with a smash announcement. <laughs> announcement. 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 Uh, Seth, what did you think of this announcement? Well, uh, first we should say what the announcement was. Go for it. It was uh, Kazuya... What's his last name? I don't know. From the Tekken series is the next DLC fighter. The... Uh, trailer was pretty good. It had him carrying the dead bodies 
or the unconscious bodies of different fighters and dropping them into a volcano. In classic Tekken fashion. Which was hilariously dark, but <laughs> also just kind of hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it's... The announcements like this uh, make you... They, they really make you remember that Nintendo is a Japanese company and that these decisions are made targeting a Japanese audience. Um, and that Sakurai is... All of his... Um, like, his touchstones are, are Japanese games. Um, and the man loves fighting games. Yeah. It's... It's... It's strange... Um, like, I, I don't, I feel kind of indifferent about it because I have sort of come to expect characters that I'll be sort of, like, mildly amused by at best, um, but not, like, super hyped about it. But it, it's, it's an interesting choice, and I think, I, I wonder to what extent the choices are made by him wanting to push the kind of what push what can be done with characters in the Smash Bros engine rather than maybe just selecting fighters for how iconic they are or something like that. And that's not to say this guy isn't iconic because Tekken was was and sort of still is well, okay, it was a huge name for a long time. It's still a prominent name in the fighting genre. Um, because from what this trailer shows, this is as f close to just a straight-up fighting game character as seems to be possible, mechanically possible in Smash Bros. Yeah. Because, like, it was just showing... it. They showed off so many different attacks <coughs> yeah. from, from, the, from the character's moveset, and there was, like... It ended with like a ten attack combo that you can do, yeah. which I you can I zoned you can out do during you this. can do combos in Smash Bros. Like it's not a new thing, but they don't. Other characters don't seem to be built to do stuff like this just with like button presses the same way. So it's, I mean, it's sort of interesting mechanically in that kind of fashion, but. Um, I mean, like going back, Pyra and Mithra were cool additions, but that's only because I like Xenoblade, but they were still kind of like expected. Hold and on. Not I, I would uh, agree with you, I guess, but I did not play Xenoblade at all. And after watching the trailer for them, I was like, oh, they, they're awesome. Yeah. Pyra and Mithra yeah, are that's really true. fun to play. And they, after this, I was like, oh, good, we've got another Ryu-type character in the game mm -hmm. where it's a fighting game character that's going to work like Terry and Ryu, and I'm not going to yeah. play as good. Fighting games are very diverse. Uh, Man, don't I don't care. Like I don't that. care. <laughs> I don't care. Because in Smash, they're going to control like each other. It's not. They're not in Tekken. He's not going to be able to do the 3D fighting arena crap. Yeah. It's, it's going to control like Ryu and Terry See, because he's a... Fighting that's game it, character that's with one combos. Of, that's one thing I honestly like, did not <laughs> think about is the fact that Tekken has the kind of 3D movement. Um, and yeah, that that can't be replicated in Smash. So that's that kind of makes it even stranger. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's I it's, I it's hard I've to say that it was Kazuya. not disappointing. Um yeah, I think the only Tekken character I know is Heihachi. I uh, well, I know Jin, he's who related. is Kazuya's son, I guess. Yeah. I know They're all King, who is awesome, has a lion head, yeah. should have chosen him. Should have. Yeah. Eddie Gordo. That, that would Yes, that's Honestly, that is kind of the tragedy Yoshimitsu? here. Is that there are so many more in Tekken. There are such great character designs and so many more like interesting characters that they could have chosen rather than just kind of like the guy on on the cover of the box. Uh, well, I don't I think Jin is the most main character of most of them. Is he I the would one assume with, like the fire tattoo. Yeah, in the gauntlet. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he has true. a fire tattoo. Like, that's what that's what's so confusing about this. And I know, like, he's the one with the fire pants. He has fire pants. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. I think there's fire in there. Like, the problem is, I didn't mean to lose, I'm not, like, <sighs> mad, you forced. But yeah, the I know. the problem I is You're okay. that these characters, whether, I understand that fighting games are diverse, but the problem is when you put them all into the same game, regardless of how different you try to make them feel, Terry is going to feel like Ryu, and Ryu's going to... Like, they're all going to feel like each other because they're taken from their respective game where they have their... The the games are different, but they're put into the same game, which is Smash, and they're having to adapt Smash to fit them, and they're going to be similar. Like, I, I... I don't feel that Terry is all that dissimilar to Ryu. They... They just have his button combos in there besides reuse, and he does his stuff from his fighting game. Well, I think I find I thought Terry I found Terry to be a fun addition and felt different enough to Ryu um, that I was appreciative of his inclusion. Um, I tried, but I think. <laughs> I think knowing that more fighting game characters were going to come after, I probably would have been less excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> and now now we... You know, it's fine. Like, I don't think it's the worst character that could have been announced. No. Uh, but it's a head-scratching one, especially when... Because, like, listen, I don't hate fighting games. I am... You're indifferent to them. Yeah, I'm indifferent to most of them. Yeah. Um, my dad and I used to play Tekken all the time together. Like, we played Tekken and Bloody Roar, like, 3D arena fighters like that. Like, I know how Tekken can work differently. It's going to work. It, it, that you, that's why Street Fighter X Tekken didn't work, because they took all of the Tekken players and put fighters, put them in a 2D plane, and it made them Street Fighter characters, basically. <laughs> and that's why then they decided to cancel Tekken X Street Fighter. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, oh no, that actually really breaks the way that the Street Fighter characters work because they, they can't adapt them to that. So it's just like... And Tekken has so many cool characters in it. I don't know who Kazuya is. I could have listed off Jin, Hihachi... I could have listed off Yoshimitsu well, and you King. Did. You did yes. list right. all of these. But, like, <laughs> I could have done those without looking them up. 
like Eddie Gordo, five characters with, and we got this guy that I've, when they were like, oh yeah, his thing is dropping people in volcanoes. I'm like, I have no clue who this guy is. Like, <laughs> I have no it, clue. It made for a humoring video for sure. Yeah. Dropping people into volcanoes is a Mishima family tradition. Heihachi has done it, and I believe Jin has too. Probably. <laughs> I'm trying to look up other Tekken characters, but I want to take the whole time talking about this. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's other stuff I would like. I liked. Yeah. But How many uh, character slots do we have left after this? It's one. Only one? Yep. Two. All right. Two? two? No, there's only one. Okay. If you say so. Um, How many have yeah. been revealed? This was 11, and so the next one is 12. Okay. That's a little depressing. Yeah. It just means none. I mean, we already knew that no characters that we were hoping for would get in, but now this really seals the deal. Yeah, yep. it's... I think No, wait, you... the next one is 11. And right, it's the there's final two left. One. Yeah. No, no, there's only one left. I thought they expanded it to 12. The website does not say that there's uh, two left. I see. The website says there's only one left. I do literally see. Yeah. Yeah, Dang. I guess that's true because it was five and six. Yeah. I suppose that makes sense. Um, though I would. Who knows what the last? I wouldn't be, be surprised for them to be like, we also have one more, uh, just for funds. But yeah, it's like looking at, a, at an announcement like this. Everyone and their brothers like, oh, it's gonna be Crash Bandicoot. Um, which who would be an, a great addition um, just based on who he is as a character. Uh, mechanically, probably there's not much that you could stretch out of him, which is, I think, why uh, he's unlikely to show up. But I, I think it also kind of underpins how absolutely miraculous it was that Banjo and Kazooie ended up um, <laughs> in the game. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it... Their existence in Smash is, like, it can only e exist because I have to think Microsoft had to have been pushing for it behind the scenes, and simply because those games originally existed on, on Nintendo consoles and were huge hits, um, because there are no other, like, Western mascot characters that have shown up. Right. Um. And so, like, I'm very, ha I'm very happy they're in the game. Like, that was the of ever of any announcement they made that has been the most hype for me that I have been. Um, but yeah, it's so. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to expect with the last one. What I, I mean, I know that it will be something that I will not expect, and also something that I will not really be excited about. Um, <laughs> But probably will be fun to play just because most of them are. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's too bad. I'm hope. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that's something that I will like a lot, and I might end up liking Kazuya. But I, you know, we'll see. I have to play as him. Yeah. I still have not played as Steve, and I maintain I will never. Play oh, as I never Steve. will. Never will. That I yeah. I, I can't have do my... Have you played uh, as Steve, Seth? <laughs> I have not. Yeah. Because yeah. of Steve, I can't do my random character roulette that I'll do sometimes when I play Smash. Oh, man. I would just forfeit. I, would, I would. I, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I will not touch the controller. <laughs> so, all right, let's uh, let's continue on the road. Uh, Life is Strange Remastered and Life is Strange True Colors are coming to Switch on September 10th. I think um, that's cool. Yeah. It is cool. I, uh, <clears throat> I'm probably going to play these games. I don't know if I'll nice. play them on Switch, but I like I never played them before, and given that the the first two are getting remastered, I'm I'm gonna I think I'm gonna hop in. Yeah, I heard that number two is hampered a lot by the distance between episodes, mm. and that's better than people give it credit for. Um, well, we won't have to deal with that. Yeah, distance. won't have to deal with that uh, for uh, any of these three. Yeah, because True Colors comes out all at once. Um. September 10th is nice. The only thing that I was kind of bummed about is that this trailer started off with a really cool animated sequence, and the game is not going to be in that animated style. And I thought the... And it had all three of the main characters hanging out together. I thought the animated style was really cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, but... You know. just, Just for the trailer. We got Guardians of the Galaxy again. Uh, Not 20 minutes of it this time. Right. Honestly, the switch. kind of surprising. Oh, yeah. Like, when this when it was announced, I wouldn't have immediately gone, oh, yeah, that'll be on Switch. Yeah. Well, this is the cloud version. That's true. So just also, like Which is also surprising. I think this might be the first time that... I, I, I don't know if it's the first time, actually. But previously, most of these cloud version games have all, had been Japan-exclusive. Well, we've got Control and Hitman in America. Ah, uh, true, true, true. Um, I think those are the only two, but those are in America. Um, then we got this quick segment where they did some rapid-fire stuff. Uh, Two-Point Campus, which we talked about earlier uh, in another... I think Summer Games Fest was when they showed that off. I think so. Uh, Just Dance 2022 is coming. Worms Rumble, which looks like a Smash version of Worms. Uh, I wasn't big on that because Worms is best played when you like stop and strategize like tanks. Like, that was and, yeah, and it managed was, to it screw kinda, up every one of your attacks. It was kind of funny seeing this um, after the Smash announcement that we got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Cruisin' Blast which I missed that announcement because uh, my stream died and I had to refresh it. So I guess that's a racing game that's in arcades that's only Yeah, the return to of yep. the Cruisin' USA franchise was not one that I expected. Also, you can apparently just... One of the playable cars is just a dinosaur that runs along the track. Sounds good to me. All right, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, Astria Ascending. I also did not see this because my stream died. I don't remember this one. So this was a side-scrolling, kind of like uh, hand-drawn art style uh, fantasy RPG type type deal. Okay. I like it. Just from what you described. I'll have to go watch Oh, yeah. Um, and then Dragon Ball Z Kakarot with all the DLC is coming to Switch. Um, which... I want to warn people that that game, uh, you know, just maybe it's not good. (laughs) 
I don't know. Uh, it's it controls like the what are they called? Xenoverse. Yeah, the Xenoverse games. Um, so which is not what I wanted out of that game. Yeah, I remember when they announced it. Seth and I were real excited, and then you know the gameplay started coming out. It's like, oh, that's just the Xenoverse games. Yep. Also, quick aside, that game has the worst cover ever for me. It's just yeah, a red background really with Goku riding the Nimbus cloud. It's That's really a, not compelling. It's the most boring cover I've ever seen outside of the uh, Insomniac Spider-Man game uh, covers. Oh, yeah. yeah, I see this cover now. That's um, it. That's the cover. 96% of people like this game, according to Google. Mm. I don't believe them. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you... Uh, uh, I know I bring this up all the time when we talk about Dragon Ball Z. Just remake the the two top down Goku Goku's Legacy games. The three, because Boo's Fury is part of that. Oh yeah, and Boo's Fury is the best. Those games are great. Yeah, remake those. It's not like the story has gone much further. No, uh, <clears throat> I would play those again. I'd play the heck out of those. Yeah, re-release that widescreen. It'd be great. New uh, graphics. Ooh. Next, we got Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania <laughs> on October 5th, coming out October 5th. It's a remake of 1 and 2. October is saved. Honestly, kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't have to say about it. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know great. if I'm going to get it. But. Very unexpected. <laughs> yeah. That Monkey Ball would ever come back. But I, I never can, expect I Monkey it. Ball to come back. But every few years it does. There you go. Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> um, now it's clear the way for me to have a bit of steam here. Um, uh, Mario Party Superstars is coming out on October 29th. This is a game that is a collection of old mini games remastered. It's a uh, hundred of them, I believe, with five old boards from Mario Party 1, 2, and 3. Uh, it's not a Mario Party Ultimate where they just bring all of the stuff from those three games. It's not DLC for Mario Party. Uh, oh, God, I don't know the name the of The current that. one. The current Mario, <laughs> Super Mario Party. Uh, this is its own separate title for $60, probably. Uh, we got two Mario Parties on this system. Before we got Mario Kart 9, before we got... A strikers? Mar- like, like e- either re-release any, or new game? like Yeah, what do you think of this, Sith? Like, this is kind of confusing well, to me. First so. of all, if you think that Mario Kart 9 is coming anytime soon, then you're the one who's fooling yourself. No, no, <laughs> I understand that. I, like, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sells... It's the highest-selling game on the Switch by far. Um, hmm. but like, I do not understand the pushing this out as its own separate title when yeah, it could have just there, been the strat. I, I am curious the size of the team that works on these Mario Party games because like, I, I truly do not understand the strategy that in that. Like, they released nine straight games where every game was basically the same. Well, they released, like, five straight games where the, everything one was the same, and then 
four more games where everyone was the same the same type of that, which was a worse version of the original ones. Um, and all of their new... Re- it's like they, they've tried something different with every subsequent release. Um, and also, the scale has, like, considerably gone back. So, it it's... So I'm I I wonder like what what is this team that's doing it and like what is their priority here like the original I've Mario Party 64 had eight boards um this game is drawing from the first 3 games for its boards and only has 5 and these are boards that Granted, they can't just use the graphics from the original game. Although, if they just released those, I would play them. Um, <laughs> but they're, it's not like they're designing things from the ground up here. And I'm a, go ahead, all, you, all, all that's there is five boards. And 100 minigames is a lot. Um, and the, it's online. Yeah, at least there is online play and online play, which you can suspend, which is great. Um, Because I don't know if I've ever started a game of Mario Party, which I finished in that sitting. Um, I don't know. It's just it's very confusing. Like part of me is is glad that the return of the original Mario gameplay, Mario Party gameplay is back because the first three games is when the game was at its best. And, I mean, some of the GameCube games were good, too. Um, but it's just, like, everything they do with Mario Party, is, is it baffles me. Now, I want you to know, I looked this up, who's developing this game. How, how big do you think the team is at ND Cube Company? Mm, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just imagine to, like, Compared to other first-party Nintendo development teams, like, it can't be... It has to be, like, a small splinter group. So 120 employees. What? At mm. this developer. What, that is what four else? times what I was expecting. Yeah, what else have they made? Uh, Mario Party. <laughs> Exclusively Clubhouse Mario Party. Games. Oh, God. Well, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Hold on. That's the... The scale of Clubhouse <laughs> games is so much larger than this. That's that's baffling. Mario Party, Mario Party, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, Mario Party, Mario Party, We Party You, We Play Motion, We Party, Tube Slider. What are these mm. lyrics you're spitting out? I'm, I'm rapping the <laughs> So party bars. games are there... Uh, They're bread and butter. Yeah. They have been making the Mario Party games since the Wii, uh, since the Wii era. Yes. So pretty Mm. much. They started at Mario Party 9 and have been working on them since. So over half of, at least year-wise. Since 2012. Oh, since 2012. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, either way, nine years such a small offering. The first game they made for one. Nintendo was F Zero Maximum Velocity for oh. the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> yeah, I mean everything about this is is baffling. Yeah, no, that's why I said I want you to tell me how many you think. Because when I looked at the number, I was like, oh, 
Okay. That's a yeah, lot of people. I, I truly <laughs> I truly do not understand. I'm baffled. What the uh, the strategy is here. I, yeah. <laughs> I real I don't I don't get it. Yeah. So, all right, let's just huh. you know, sometimes you just got to look at Nintendo and be like, "Yep. All right." Um, Seth, tell us about the next game. I want I know you're probably chomping at the bit to talk about this well uh i will do that i uh first will need to um look up what it was <laughs> uh, my phone died before we got on it was, this call uh, so, so i'm not next, looking at the notes the next game was metroid 5 yes AKA oh my gosh metroid Dread. Dread. okay this so there had been rumors that a new 2D Metroid was coming out, which I thought was cool because from what I played of Metroid Returns, it was really good. Um, unfortunately, the a very crucial button on my 3DS did not work, so I couldn't oh. use many of the uh, the the features of the game. So I did not Hate get that, that far happens. into it. Um, but it seemed like Mercury. Everyone, the consensus was Mercury Steam really did did a really good job. And people were hopeful that they would get a chance to make another game. Um, but, so, so I, this was a thing that, like, it wasn't completely out of my mind. And so when they showed it, it was like, oh, awesome. We, uh, like they said, a, a new entry into, um, like, the Metroid canon and, and a return to 2D Metroid for after however many years. And I was like, oh, dope. That's sweet. Um, but, then the words, the word Metroid Dread came up, and my mind, it, it erupted out of my brain, um, because while I have, I have no doubts that this has anything really to do with Metroid Dread as it was previously imagined. So, um, so it does... Um, during the Treehouse or something uh, afterwards, I saw I saw an interview with the developer or the producer or whatever, and he said that th- this is pretty much that same project, but they have restarted and rebooted development on it and canceled it and thrown away and brought it back like three different times now. And with Mercury Steam, they were finally like, oh, hey, this is actually a good iteration of what we want for this game, so let's finally go forward with it. Right. I, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. It's. It is the same project that has sort that they've tr- sort of been trying. But they. I recall people saying that that using so. The first time that we saw no a mention of dread in a Metroid game was in a, a like a data scan in Metroid Prime, uh, like you scanned a, a terminal and it said that Project Dread was nearing completion. Um, and this was a hint that, you know, they were working on a new, a new Metroid game called Metroid Dread. And from what I've heard, like, it's, uh, when I say that it's not connected, I, I mean, like, the story that they probably set out to tell, or that what they were hinting at with that original, uh, Project Dread is probably not really what this game is, um, because that was like kind of steeped in 
in Metroid Prime lore and the space pirates and the their use of weaponizing the Metroids, which doesn't appear, from what we know ha- and have seen, to be in uh, this game. Um, but the fact that this, like, that after, like, 15 years, ma- when they made this title, when they decided to make Metroid 5 and they called it Metroid Dread, was, like, this super like oh shoot moment um and then the reveal that it's it's a direct follow up to Metroid Fusion oh yeah <laughs> uh like you see in like Samus is a brand new suit um and it looks like so good the whole thing with oh Fusion is that she got God. infected by this parasite that kind of destroyed her armor and so they had to rip it all off and she had this really cool new suit and you can see the pieces of that suit in this one, like the yeah. the blue yeah. organic things that existed. It's um, so I good. even saw they. There's this really cool like new rendition of the fusion suit in, and I guess like the an opening cinematic kind of giving you the um, the backstory of what happened in the previous one, and it looks so like it's got way more organic detailing, and it looks so cool. Um, and so the like. The idea that that's like finally we're getting a follow up, like a new 2D Metroid is awesome on like an HD console is also awesome. Um, And then that it is a follow up to the beloved Metroid Fusion. And it's oh man, the suit is so cool looking, you guys. Yeah, it's very, very good. Uh, It's so, it's very good. It's so dope. Um, Have you seen the box art for this? Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. I don't think I've seen the regular cover for it. I saw the special edition, though. Which no, I, yeah. so the, the yeah, normal yeah. box art has, like, Samus kneeled down, and then all of, there's a bunch of the Emmys, which yeah. is the name of the thing that's, like, stalking you in the yeah, game. Yeah, so that was the, the other big thing we saw is this huge white robot that stalks, um, that's, like, unkillable, and it stalks um, oh, yeah. Samus through. It's, it's It also should be noted that there's a lot of white going on in Samus's armor, which is a color and like a kind of tech look that is has not is not really been in Metroid. So when I first saw Emmy, like I think it's 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 neat, but it's so weird because it looks so foreign to what Metroid looks like. So I'm yeah, not right. really sure where I land on it right now. Um, I'm sure. I th- it seems like they're trying to mimic what um, the SAX was in Fusion and just like this unkillable enemy that stalks these places that all you can do is run from it, which were some of the be- some of the like most intense parts of Fusion. So I'm, I'm, it's cool that they're bringing that back. Which I mean, there's they already talked about some more stuff, including like mentioning that there might be some of the X left out there. Yeah, Which like I guess cool. the 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 planet that you're on, Samus is at because of reports that the X parasite still exists there, and she of course is like the only person who's immune to it, because they gave her Metroid DNA. Which you should go play Fusion; it's great. Um, they also said that this is the conclusion of the Metroid storyline that started in Metroid One about Samus and her connection with the metroids themselves 
um, which is like a bold claim. And I wonder what like they intend to do that with that and what that means because like they also have Metroid Prime hanging out there, and they said that they're hard at work on it. Um, so and that sort of takes place in a a nebulous spot between I think like Metroid and Super Metroid or something like that. Um, or rather Metroid 2 and Super Metroid. And so they can kind of just do whatever they want with that. Um, so I'm curious, like, after this, what plans for... Because it's been, like, what, like, 14... No, when did... It's <coughs> been way, when did Fusion even come out? It's been a long time since we've had a, another been like side-scrolling. Yeah. And so, like... Who knows how long in the future it'll be until we have a new one. Metroid Fusion came out in 2002. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time. 19 years was right, yeah. Ooh, anyway, buddy. I'm super stoked for this, and it's coming out this year, so... It was um, probably my favorite thing that Nintendo announced at this. Yeah, to be it was... Yeah. But it was strange because it also, like, it didn't feel like a big announcement or, like, I guess, like, the size of the game, just because Metroid's kind of been on the back burner, and the 2D Metroids have a smaller scope, I guess. Like, because you also have Metroid Prime, which is huge, and are right. huge games. And so there's sort of like, it, it, it's like a cool, it's, it seems like a low-key big announcement, but not an actual big announcement, which is sort of weird. It's a big announcement without the fanfare that comes yeah. with a big announcement. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, to me, it was big. I was real excited. Uh, uh, in the treehouse section, they showed off two separate, like, 20-minute portions of the game, and it looks so good. Yeah, it looks real good. And it looks even better in motion. Yeah, than, it's so like, fluid. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. So, I'm very excited um, let's let's keep going because they did not stop there. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> they uh, let's see. We got what, where is it? The WarioWare <laughs> September tenth. A new WarioWare in the year twenty twenty one. God bless. You love to see it. You do. <laughs> I yeah, this was this was super. Uh, this was cool to see. Also, they it's like. Uh, I guess sort of out of necessity because a lot of the other ones have been either touchscreen or uh, designed differently. But uh, all of the micro games you see, you appear to control the characters in them and interact with them in that way, which is like a new way. They always in each of these games have a new way that you do stuff, and and so that was cool. Yeah, and you, uh, you, um, oh geez, it's co-op, so yes. it, so it can be done co-op. Um, also, each of the characters you can play as plays differently, so that's kind of cool. So, like, Wario can float, and, like, other people have other things. So, it's neat. Uh, it's hard to talk a lot about WarioWare, but, you know, we're getting a new one, and that's that's enough for yeah. me. Um, Danganronpa. Danganronpa. Yep. You got it. Is Decadence is coming 2021. Uh, so. It's going to be Trigger Happy Havoc, Danganronpa 2, V3, and Ultimate Summer Camp. I don't know anything about this series, <laughs> but it looks 
really chaotic. The best and way I could ever describe it is just Ace Attorney, but really edgy. Okay. In, yeah. Apparently, a lot of people have been saying that needs to come to the Switch. I would agree. I'm one of those people. So, <laughs> did this get you at all, Sif? Are you going to buy this? Yeah, I think I'm going to play them. <laughs> yeah. Like I, this is something These are I've long always... Games. Me, I've looked yeah, them up. I've... They're all long. Yeah, this is something that I've always been, like, aware of, and um, and I guess in the past I've never, like, the, it's sort of in the visual novel kind of territory, and back when these were, like, coming out. The visual I, novel court case Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and back when these were, were coming out, I wasn't really into that stuff, um, but. Did you yeah, even own a Vita to play them on? No, of course not. <laughs> Um, or a PSP. I don't remember what the original released on. I think they. I think they were on both. Um, yeah. But and but now I am like it's like mm, you know what I I want I want to play these. Yeah, it looks crazy. Um, then we got to Fatal Frame: Maiden of Blackwater. That's coming twenty twenty one. If you like horror stuff, good for Fatal Frame fans. Yeah. Um, then we got what I got really excited about. Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp, December 3rd. Heck yeah. I'm so excited for this. Uh, I've been a big proponent for the continuing of the Advance Wars series. And while we're not continuing it, we're still... This could be the start of it. Hopefully people buy this game so that Nintendo sees that it is loved. I would love for Nintendo to give Advance Wars the push that Fire Emblem got because both of those series were intelligent systems uh, games. I would love Nintendo to give Advance Wars the push that Mario Party is getting. Uh, (laughs) That's an odd one. Uh, Mario Party has had two games in the past two years. Uh, Let's get that kind of energy for Advance Wars. Golden Sun and Advance Wars. Yes, please. so, Advance Wars 1 and 2 is coming. Uh, the art is really crisp. And the I the one thing I don't like is I was watching the play, the treehouse, whatever, and it seems like the way that they're dealing with the edge of the map is instead of by having it just run out, they're making it look like the top of a board game, like it's a board game, and I'm not super into that. It's because they're at a camp. Sure. Um, <laughs> Reboot camp. Yeah. But, man, once they said that the Orange Star Nation was under attack, I was like, oh, buddy, Ooh. I know what that is. Uh, Seth, did you play any of the Advance Wars games? I did not. And, mm. unfortunately, uh, I'm not really digging the way this game looks visually, and so I'll probably be passing on this one as well. Uh, I don't really blame you on how it looks on some level, but I like... There's, like, aesthetic stuff with the overworld map I'm not huge on, but when it, like, zooms in on them, I like it. Um, But they, you know, Nintendo's gotta put the game into 3D to justify charging $60 for it. Uh, It's also being developed by WayForward, uh, yeah. This time around, who does like the Shantae games, uh, River City Girls, You're missing a bunch of other stuff. The best game they ever made, which was Adventure Time. Hey, hey Ice King, King why'd, why'd you steal, steal our, our garbage? garbage? 
Uh, How could I for I was saving the best for last, obviously. Yeah, how could you? Uh, <laughs> dare you? Uh, although David, this is is remaking two games, each which cost thirty dollars when they came out. Yeah. So it'll add up to a sixty dollar release. Sick. Sixty dollars. Sixty. I mean, I'll pay it. I yeah. Don't care. <laughs> uh, then we got the push over to the Zelda portion of the show where they said we've got one more segment and then they started with Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity and I instantly was like, oh no. (laughs) I was like, we're in danger because the internet will burn. (laughs) The internet will burn if it's just DLC for Hyrule Warriors. Uh, Yeah, I really really thought that's all it was going to be. Oh, really? Yeah, like they had me for a second. Uh... I mean, it looks like you get to play as a guardian in that DLC, so that's kind of cool. Seth, are you excited to play as a guardian? And I did not see you playing as a guardian. I saw Link with weird guardian claw nunchucks. No, there was <laughs> that, that first section, if you go back and look, it looks like you are the guardian mowing down some bokoblins. I mean, if you that's go dope. And, if you go back and watch. Um, the Then... That's, so that DLC comes out June 18th, and the second DLC comes out in November. Um, then we got the announcement of a Zelda-themed Game & Watch, which right before they announced the Game & Watch, they said, we have no other events or games to go along with the Zelda 35th anniversary. Yeah, peculiar. I have a theory to that. But we'll we'll talk about They'll it. They'll do it for the thirty sixth no, anniversary. No, no. Technically, um, yeah. So then we, you know, we got the Breath of the Wild, the sequel. They keep saying the sequel to Breath of the Wild because they, it has its own name, but they've already said they won't say it because it'll give away what's going on in the game. So, you know, Breath of the Wild two, we get the trailer. With some gameplay, seemingly. Yeah. Link's got a weird robot arm. You know what I think the title is? What? The Legend of Zelda, The Phantom Pain. Phantom Pain. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the robot arm. (laughs) Jeez. The entire game is being secretly developed Uh, by Kojima. Oh, oh, God. (laughs) No. It's it's a Strand-type game. No! Oh, yeah. There we go. Um, yeah, this, you know, it showed Zelda running around and there's, uh, islands in the sky that you can go to or go go through them. So at first I thought that it was just them in Skyloft again from Skyward Sword. And I'm like, yo, could be, you don't know, that's the problem. Yeah. Plus like the timing of the, uh, re-release for Skyward Sword and this, like it's just, it's crossing over in my brain at the moment. That's one of the people... The, the internet's harebrained theories is yeah. that with the creative director, I guess it's the same one as Skyward Sword, Sword <laughs> and that's why they're re-releasing it because this is going to mm. be the tying knot to his trilogy. That's one of the harebrained internet themes. Odd. Because um, he was the creative director, of, I guess, of Breath of the Wild I and see. Skyward Sword. So this man gets the first Zelda story in the... Or, I guess, the last in the timeline. Theoretically. Who Theoretically. Knows? I have no clue. I don't understand half of the Zelda theorists out there. Yeah. 
I just see what they say and I go, oh, that's possible. Oh, yeah, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let uh, them do all the heavy brain work. So what I did mean, you think of this? It's set? definitely, I think there's definitely an intentionality to re-releasing Skyward Sword and then very clearly invoking the, like, uh, it's it's a direct, like, hey, look at this. What does this make you think? Um, yeah. We'll see, like, if that extends into the story um, because uh, there's definitely some shenanigans happening in, happening in here with, uh, with time. Maybe not time travel, but certainly time is not moving exactly the way it's supposed to. It's, it's moving Tenet style in parts um, in, this, in this trailer. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. This, it's cool. It's, in, it's intriguing. Um, the, it's very interesting that the original teaser had Zelda and Link traveling underground, and now they have revealed that the way they are expanding the map is in the sky, which seems... Uh, opposite? Seems to be the opposite. <laughs> Uh, but the whole the arm thing, which was also in the in the first in that original teaser, appears to be intact. So I don't know. I don't really know what's going on here. Um, the it's very interesting. The the segments in the sky, the Link looks drastically. Pr- wh- who we presume is Link looks very different from um, the. Breath of the Wild incarnation, and the regular version of Link does also appear in this trailer. Um, so there has been a lot of speculation about uh, who this, like, what's the deal? Is this actually Link? Uh, what's going on? Um, I don't know. I'm obviously this is like one of the most anticipated sequels of a game of all time. Um, so I'm I'm definitely yeah. excited. Like yeah. this was there was enough here to be like ooh. Uh, let me let me pick at this and see what I think is going to happen. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good trailer for sure, uh, and I'm I'm excited. They said they gave it a uh, 2022 release date at the well, end of the trailer, and they then said they were. in and then well it w- it just said 2022 in the trailer, and then in like a press release they said they were aiming for a 2022 release date, which means the possibility of it not landing next year is still there. Um, and it is a Zelda game, which are always delayed, so it's probably not going to come out next year. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I think it was it was a good trailer. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, I definitely, I think this is probably going to be 2023. I, yeah? Yeah. I, and if it's 2022, it's going to be like November. Like, it's going to be a late, late game. But my theory is that they're holding on to some of that anniversary collection game stuff that they could have released. To pad out next year? To pad out next year in case it looks like it's not going to come out. Mm. That's my theory. That's a smart move. But, you know, it's just... I mean, you could say the same thing about, like, why Metroid Prime Trilogy has not appeared even though every Nintendo insider says, oh, it's there. You just have to wait. Yeah. Um, I mean, people waiting. were saying that people were saying that Pikmin 3 Deluxe was finished for like a year and a half. Yeah. So they, I think they have these games. 
that, finished. Yeah, that, that they that they hang on to for times when they don't have other games coming out. Which is such a weird concept to me. It makes sense. I get it. I mean, it makes sense. The, but it's weird. There's there's other games like that. They they there are games in the can that people that insiders are like listen. They have this game. It's ready. It's just you know it's. They just they, haven't pulled the trigger on it. Right. And they wait to see when other projects are going to finish. And so I, you know, I think they got, this game is going to be real ambitious. And, you know, it's going to have a giant open world with sections in the sky and presumably sections underground. Like, it's going to be big. And I'm I'm really excited to see what they do with it, uh, but I I do think it's going to be a while before we see it. Um, but I mean, if it if it comes out next year, we're going to have a crazy 2022 between like, you know, God of War and Zelda and Redfall, Redfall, like yeah, a bunch that's... and and. Uh, <laughs> Skyfall? Oh no, uh, Starfield. Starfield. Star- Skyfall. Skyfall. Starfield. Um, Finally, like, the James Bond movies coming out. <laughs> uh, Starfield. <laughs> you know, you, we there's gonna be a crazy, crazy pack 2022. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe they'll bring in ND Studio to help finish Breath of the Wild two, so it finishes faster. All 120 of those employees. So, like Microsoft is with Halo Infinite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the big rumor. I'm hoping that comes out this year. Uh, I know that they have... There is also the elephant in the room, uh, which the invisible elephant, or I guess the elephant that wasn't in the room, um, which is no uh, Switch Pro announcement. Yeah. Do you think that's this year still or next year? Uh, it's hard to, I, like I said previous. I think I said it a couple weeks ago that if, if it wasn't going to be revealed, to like, and in this conference, and I don't think it's coming out this this year. Um, that's fair, because there's not really any, there's not really any window now where it would make sense for it to launch and also for them to announce it. Um, although I, I'm, I also am, could pr- just be talking out of my butt and they could just do it whenever they want to. <laughs> I mean, it's but like it how most insiders work. They're yeah. talking out of their yeah. butt a lot of the time. It doesn't, it doesn't seem likely because... And because there's also the thing that they... Like we, we talk about Zelda coming out in 2022 and it's... It seems very likely that if they were to release a new version of the console, it would be, it would coincide with a big release of a game. Uh, yeah. And Breath of the Wild Two is probably the easiest one you could pencil in there. Um, so I think it's probably most likely the, that it's coming out next year. And it's just it's kind of crazy. After like two weeks ago, we thought we were getting an announcement like. Like on that day, so and then, if and it, and we've gone to it's probably not coming out this year. I mean, if the so the one thing because I I listen to too many podcasts where I'm good, uh, 
a lot of the people with supposed insiders have said now that Nintendo has gotten uh, to the point where they're not going, like they're not set on releasing a console with the next Zelda, like the next Breath of the Wild, because they know it's going to be so far out. Yeah, I but mean, the that would thing make, is, that would make sense because it's it would be hard for them to like fit that in. Now, the one thing that everyone is confused on, and that's why I'm wondering when this thing is going to come out, is it that uh, I can't ever remember the name Bloomberg. That Bloomberg report basically sounded, if it was to be believed, like it's hitting production lines within the next like month, basically. Like they have the chips, like stuff that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So how long are they going to sit on consoles? And that's what, so if it, I, I would almost put my name on it. If, if it's coming out this year, we'll know by August and it'll be in November. If it's, and if, if anything, we'll hear about it in January, February, and it'll come out March, April. That's my guess. I think probably next year, beginning of next year. But Nintendo could still just drop this thing out of nowhere. Or hold on to it till the week before it they want to release it. Like <laughs> No, I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think so, but also I Nintendo has a really weird maybe not with consoles, but with big things, just holding them as close to the chest as possible. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to do that with a console. They can't do that with a console. That's not going to happen. Nintendo doesn't know rules. <laughs> That's true. But, they could do whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, it's exciting. It's an exciting time. A lot of cool stuff coming up for this console. Um, you know, we've got... I'm looking at this giant list of games that I have here in a graphic. There's a Hot Wheels game on here. There's a Hot Wheels what? game. Diablo 2. Why have Hot Wheels when we could have F-Zero? Um, somehow, I forgot that No More Heroes 3 is coming, and yet this graphic reminds me that it is. <laughs> uh, we got Pokemon, which I... That's the other thing. I do think... You know what? No, I would almost... This console has to come out before that Legends RCS RPS game. game. Yeah. No. Yeah. I uh I don't know. We'll see. I don't think <laughs> that's so. that's, that's the that's name you're going to come in right like beginning of next year. I don't think I know. I don't think that's, that's one that would come out with. It's I there's got to be there's something. Plus having a console release after the holiday rush like that they wouldn't want that in their cards. Well, no, that's why I said it's possible it's coming this year. Before that. I'm with Seth we'll on if it wasn't shown at E3, then it's not happening this year. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I mean, we will see. but Yes. Eventually. Let's see. The one thing it's that makes me sad about things. this official Nintendo uh, graphic here is that Hollow Knight Silk Song is in the Beyond section, which is past 2021. So, you know, who knows if I'll ever get that game. Surprisingly, Digimon Survive is in the 2021 section. <laughs> uh, I'm, still, I'm still holding out hope for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been hoping would, for it to come out for like the last two years. <laughs> yeah, you and I both, man. I don't know 
there has not been an update on this game in so long. Yeah, still just 2021. But, um, all right. Well, E3 as a whole, uh, I figured we could end on this. What are your top three games that you're looking forward to coming out of E3? I asked the chat this. I got some varied answers that were strange. I uh, didn't answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad you didn't. I did uh, to try to spark conversation. Um, Seth, do you have your top three games coming out of... <clears throat> well, I think Metroid Dread definitely hit like a sweet spot for me. Um, what else? Uh... It's hard for me, like, Redfall was probably the thing I was most excited from Xbox, but also we didn't actually see evidence of a game there. Yeah, um, that's what's playing on it, my head right now. But it is there. Um, beyond that, uh, hmm. I don't know, that's tough. Um, honestly... I guess I could throw Wonderlands on there. Um, Whoa. Mm. Uh, just because, like, I don't know. It, I'm always willing to give the, the Borderlands uh, <laughs> uh, model a try, and I think it'll be an interesting kind of uh, variation on a theme here. Um, but in reality, probably the games that, that were shown at this E3 which I will end up appreciating the most are indie games from the different conferences, the different showcases, which I didn't watch anything of, which I will later see a trailer of and be like, oh, man, how did I not see this? And I will buy day one and the love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, my list was Halo Infinite, uh, Elden Ring, and Metroid Dread. So... That That's a very three. good list. With a honorary shout out to Redfall. Uh, because I'd still need to see gameplay of that before I'm truly excited, but you know, that's it's close. All I needed to do is see actual gameplay before I get too hyped up on that. Yeah. That's fair. Uh mine's Halo Infinite, uh, Metroid Dread. I can't stop thinking about those two games. Uh especially after I was murdered by Capcom, uh, I immediately rewatched the Halo <laughs> showcase <laughs> to give myself the rush of Man, serotonin. Seth, that did I you need. watch the the in-depth multiplayer showcase for Halo? <sighs> no, I did not. Dude. Oh, it's real good. It's it's real good. I, and it makes the, the game is so pretty. Yes. They didn't I gotta say it looks a lot Microsoft, like Microsoft Microsoft did Halo a slight injustice here. <laughs> by not showing more of what they showed in this multiplayer thing yeah. that was like 15 minutes long because Seth this game is beautiful it is crazy and i don't think you got a good grasp of that in what they showed during the the showcase yeah um they could have taken out uh slime rancher and <laughs> like <laughs> like and, show a uh, little bit more they showed that way, one Avalanche Studio showed too much Fallout seventy six, and they yeah. did not show enough Halo Infinite. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, 
I think I gotta go with Redfall for my last game. Uh, I love Arcane Studios. I don't need to see gameplay to know I'm probably gonna like it a lot. Uh, the, yeah. Like I'm sold on the concept already, so yeah. I I don't need to be sold on anything else, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, no one here chose the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster. Really surprised by that. I <laughs> I should give a shout out to uh, uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. I would um, like to give a shout out to that as well. <laughs> yes, I have not gone into the demo yet, but I am excited for it because, like, Team Ninja has bought so much uh, loyalty with me when it comes to their <laughs> Souls-like games. Um, that maybe, I this maybe is, too much loyalty. <laughs> I mean, but look. No, th- Seth play, is gonna like playing that game. Play Neo like One, calling and it right Neo now. Neo Two, and then come back to me and talk to me about how um, that I have too much loyalty for this this team and this specific genre. Um, so, uh, like, I know I I pretty much know for certain that I am going to enjoy this game, um, even even through the insanity that the characters and plot appears to be yeah yeah i i'm really interested to learn what jack is up to or chad or whatever is jack tom jack jack (laughs) (laughs) who are you you talking about the stranger of paradise yes Yes. i forgot forgot his name was jack yep it's just jack (laughs) not even spelt weird oh lord Just Jack. Just Jack. What are his friends' names? Do they have names? Yeah, one is... Uh, Prompto. <laughs> <laughs> he feels like Prompto. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. And then the other one, I think, goes by Ash or something. <laughs> Hold on. I'm looking it up live. Yeah. Give me a moment. Yeah. Seth, I need I, to know. I genuinely think you're going to like playing that game. Like, I haven't played any of the oh, new games. Oh, I am. But Jed. 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 Jed is the pink-haired one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Jack is the protagonist. Uh, let's see. God, where's the names? I saw Jed pop up. Ah, yes, there it is. Jed is the pink-haired one. Um, I don't know the other one. I think I it's Ash. It. Ash isn't a bad name, I guess. It's not. All Ash one-syllable names. was right. It's really, it is very normy. But why? <laughs> I mean, they have but to just be. But why is Jack? Jack. They have, to, they have to just be like random dudes that got isekai into this game. Oh, man. Like, That's there gonna can be something. There can be no other explanation for this. <laughs> what if, it, maybe, maybe they are playing Final Fantasy 1. <laughs> Oh, uh, buddy. I love it. <laughs> uh, according that to Wikipedia, that is what's happening. I mean, what? I would have to read the articles, but they quote a Famitsu article that is a group of people brought into a video game. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, and I just I just rough. came up with that on the spot. So if that's what it is, that's hilarious. They should hire you for the dev team. No, for the writing team. Oh yeah, just like the story group. I like that his <laughs> shirt is one height 
on one side of his body and another is length even, on the other side. Is it tucked in or is no, it just it's just stupid torn. different lengths? It's a very long shirt that's torn. Oh Jesus! All right, we don't need to do a full in depth character analysis <laughs> of these, uh, but you know, Jack Ash and Jed off you to are kill sure chaos. You will hear about them from us. You will yes. hear about them in their endeavors and their goals. Yeah. Uh, they will make sure that you hear about it. Was yes. there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about? I'm good. Our E3's over. It's time to take a nap. <laughs> yes. Time to take a break. Tired. Uh, we will be back next week with our in-depth review and fun time. Some people probably more, will tune out of this more episode. Final <laughs> more Final Fantasy. More Final Fantasy. Where we talk right. about Final <laughs> Fantasy VII remake uh, intermission. And where we'll talk about the lore implications and the fun had in that DLC. Um, I'm going to beat it by then. I'm Buddy, halfway you through don't it even, right You say that you don't even know the lore implications yet. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. I'm so ready. It's about I have the implications, not, You know David. what? And Seth, you know how ready I am? Because you know how I am in person. Uh, I have not looked up spoilers after you've told me how fun it gets. I'm like, I'm not looking up nothing. Yeah, I I'm managed gonna, to I'm avoid staying, them somehow. Yeah, I'm staying completely blind. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying. Ready. I'm ready. Uh, so, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, so I'm playing that and Ratchet. So you'll hear about those two games next week from me um, and from the guys. So we appreciate you as always. E3 is over. It's time for us to go rest. And we are out. Goodbye. See ya. See ya.